I have always been very fond of imitating. As even as a child, I would do lots of imitations. And, you know, I would copy my favorite wrestlers. I wanted to be a professional wrestler. I would copy my favorite actors. And I would mimic their actions and their movements. And, you know, I would just basically reproduce, you know, what these people were doing great. As a child, I would reenact the Titanic scenes and, you know, do Jack spit at the dinner scene on Titanic. Um, And I would do all these different bits and my family would watch and would all have a good laugh and I'd be able to entertain them. And then at times I would find through that imitation my own originality and... I would find what I liked and what I didn't like about these things. Of course, I I would run into like teachers and people in my life who didn't understand, you know, that the imitation was actually a pretty good skill set. The ability to copy what was being done on a high level and to emulate that, to see the patterns, I would say, uh, and to notice like what these people were doing well and, and to really just start to copy that and learn from that. I think I've always been really good at that and I never really understood why. But lately I've realized through a lot of astrological study and a better understanding of my chart as I always go deeper and deeper as we all should with our own birth charts and our progress charts and you look at things in in my natal chart at most of my planets between the 7th, 8th and ninth house between Scorpio, Sagittarius and my chart ruler and Libra in the 7th house so what that means is that is the trinity and the the house is corresponding to the trinity of reformation of renewal of regeneration of rejuvenation of imitation of getting rid of by reforming so i i've always i've watched a lot of movies so for the last decade i probably watched every movie that came out to cinemas that wasn't gone in like two weeks or that was only released at one cinema too far away from me to drive to because I didn't spend a lot of time at home. I liked to be out before I got my own apartment and had my own space and was able to do more reading and more studying and more self-development, which kind of taken me out of the theater a little bit. But I watched so many movies over that time frame Like, literally everything that was released, I was at the movies just about every day. And I learned a lot watching these movies. And one of the things that I learned was I could always see a story and see where we could have done it better. Where we could have developed the character better. Where if they had just done this or just done that, it would have been way more satisfying. Or, you know, it wouldn't have been so dead in the middle. Or, you know, and I... I don't know why, but it's like somebody already wrote this. 
We already have a script. We've already filmed it. But I feel like if they had just let me sit there and look at the movie, I'd be like, listen, here's how we take this from a two-star film on paper to a four-star film on paper or a five-star film on paper. Here's how we take this story, you know, which is already a four-star film on paper, and here's how we get it to translate over onto the screen, you know? Because I was writing screenplays especially around that time. And I had studied how to write the screenplays. And I wrote my first and second and third screenplay. And I was thinking a lot about, you know, you know, character development and, and plot and how to, you know, tell a story in the best way. And one thing I started to realize was that I could really enhance a lot of these people's movies. And, you know, now I realize a lot of the things that are done that are unsatisfying are for more esoteric reasons. Reasons that definitely weren't apparent to me before because I didn't totally know over the last decade how coded, you know, cinema was. I just knew whether I felt satisfied leaving a movie or not. And now I think it's like, well, how can you get these patterns and, and tell these stories while also making it a very satisfying tale? You know, I, I think Titanic being one of my favorite movies of all time is great. But then you think about the fact that the ending Jack died, but it's how they did everything. It's how they presented the story to me. That made me okay with his sacrifice at the end. Even if we all thought his ass could have fit on that freaking uh, that board, you know? But there's... A difference between that and, you know, watching some random film where the main character dies and I'm like, I really don't see the point here. I really don't see why this had to happen or, you know, that had to happen. So, you know, you just see all these movies and you see these patterns and you start to be like, why would they do this here? Why would they do that here? And anyways, I just feel like I'm really good at reforming and renewing it now. I know why. You know, the chart explains it. I have saw these things in the reforming and renewing trinity. And what that does is it allows me to go into and get rid of the things that are unnecessary, the things that are sort of crap, and then produce something of the same kind. So how we produce babies, they look like us, but they're like better versions because their genes have been updated and, you know, all this great shit. So, you know, our kids are always like that upgraded version of us because... They get all of our experience sort of downloaded into their genes. All the bacteria and stuff we've been exposed to and fought off, they, they now have, you know, the ability to do those types of things going back generations. Of course, they, they also get it and, and inherit our crap. But it's sort of the same way when you're talking about reproducing a, a, a film or not reproducing, but just producing something that I already see that's already made. And then I say, okay, I'm going to help you get this exact thing right. And I didn't realize that gift because people always like, stop trying to do something like in the movie, do something original, make your own performance. I'm like, why would I do that if I think that this was perfectly done? Why wouldn't I strive to emulate that perfection? And... In fact, we should leave it alone if it's perfect, right? We shouldn't make 
uh, you know, a non-animated Aladdin or something if it's perfectly done in animated version. We should leave that shit alone. If the performances were perfect, if the if the tale is classic, if they got it right, then stop messing with it. But if they didn't get it right, here's how we can. And that's one of the great things about recognizing the different um, quadrants and, you know, the different trinities that your planets mostly inhabit because this will tell you a lot about yourself. For instance, if you have planets in Aries, Taurus, Gemini, this is the intellectual or assertive trinity. So obviously knowledge gained is very beneficial in the lifetime and then the application of that and just going at things and being in charge and using your free will and and going ahead and initiating things and initiating new ideas becomes, you know, very important. As you move over into, you know, Cancer, Leo, and Virgo, the more maternal trinity, now you're talking about nurturing these ideas, I would say, right? And then you move up into where most of my planets exist, and that is Libra, Scorpio, Sagittarius, and for me, Scorpio and Sag mostly. And then you say, okay, now there's reforming, renewing, rejuvenating of what's already been created. So you can see how we each have our own area sort of to focus on. And we can each benefit from learning the patterns that are pervasive throughout all of our stories. Because once we understand what different patterns are inspiring or, you know, are the fundamental basis of all stories and all things that we encounter and all character, um, once we get those patterns, which I think great storytellers like Shakespeare, not that I'm an expert on Shakespeare, but I did take a class of his, um, you know, these guys understood that you keep your plot lines pretty much universal. And then you start to develop your characters within that framework, and that's what makes the story unique, because characters are uniqueness. Characters are what makes us separate than everybody else, because we each have our own distinct way of operation, our own distinct mode. And even though there are similarities in the plot line and in the things we face, how each character deals with those things becomes what's very special about our story. So once you begin to understand how those things map onto everything and, and you know where your planets are, and don't let me leave out the last Trinity here, Capricorn, Aquarius, Pisces, which is the serving Trinity. So, you know, basically the Capricorn taking on a managerial role and working on goals, but also in the social sphere and in the public sphere and Aquarius sort of, you know, doing altruistic things, creating win-win situations, um, trusting in the, the flow and the timing of the universe to bring about their vision 
while getting other people and empowering other people to get involved in that vision. And, you know, then you have Pisces, also about vision, just, you know, trusting the unknown, being compassionate, um, you know, being creative and sharing that creativity with others, helping to usher in, you know, all that great artistic work. So some stuff to think about where your planets are placed and just some stuff I realized. People always try to tell you not to do. And, it's, and a lot of it's by design. You get that contrast as people come in and they're like, don't do what you're supposed to do. And, you know, don't be you. And it's like, there's a reason I was always imitating these people because you know what? Once I have imitated them, I always found that I was able to do something more original. I was always able to add my own character into it based off of the emulation of these patterns. I would see everything that was perfectly done and then I would go in and I would just reform it a little bit and then make it perfect, more perfect anyways. I guess not perfect, but more perfect. And I I would add my own original flavor and I would just say, they got all this right. Now let's get rid of this crap. Let's add in, let's fix it and amend it here. Let's renew it, rejuvenate it. And bang, let's send it back out. And I feel like that's what I could really add to a lot of artistic processes moving forward. And uh, hopefully I'll get to help people out in that area.